Today's episode of Inside the Wires is brought to you by Xenon Paddle. All Xenon Paddles have been designed and engineered by a paddle player right here in the USA. Take your game to the next level. Play with Xenon. For more information, visit xenonpaddle.com. Welcome to Inside the Wires. Hands down, the best podcast in all of racket sports. Listener discretion may be advised for a younger audience. All right, welcome back to Inside the Wires, a summer episode, and that means a warm weather paddle, and no place in the U.S. with more warm weather paddle than Florida. So today we're excited to have on uh, Russ Jones, who's going to tell us all about paddle in the villages. Uh, I think you'd be amazed. If you're not familiar with what's going on down there, it's an absolutely amazing story. And uh, anybody looking to retire and wants to still play a lot of paddle, you might have a new option. So here we go. All right, and welcome back to Inside the Wires, the summer edition. And being a summer edition, we're going to talk about some warm weather paddle. Now, this is uh, a story I've kind of wanted to get out for a long time on, on Inside the Wires. Uh, Florida paddle at the villages. It's uh, I, I don't know a lot about it, but I know enough that it's absolutely an amazing story. And uh, hopefully we'll get it out because uh, I think it's an important one. So with us today, we've got Russ Jones, who uh, kindly uh, agreed to take some time this evening to uh, tell us all about Paddle at the Villages. So uh, Russ, welcome. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So uh, tell us a bit, I think, maybe about uh, about your background and, uh, you know, getting to the Villages, how long you've been there. You know, were you familiar with Paddle before getting there? Give us the, the whole Russ Jones scoop. Sure. Uh, From Baltimore, lived in Baltimore all my life. Uh, The sport of choice for me in Baltimore was racquetball, actually. And I played racquetball. I taught, I coached, I trained, uh, trained a young lady on the women's pro pro tour. Um, And we had a nice little run. She ended up number three in the world. And then when she retired, Mm I said, okay, I'm done with racquetball. And someone told me about platform tennis. I gave it a try. Uh, I love it. It's been about 20 years I've been, I've been playing now. And, and so that was still in Baltimore that you got to that start? Was still in Baltimore. Russ, do you, do you mind if I ask where in Baltimore? I lived there for a brief time. Oh, really? Yes, uh, I was at Larendale Club. Oh, we played against Larendale. I, played- uh, I never I never played when I was in Baltimore. Oh, okay. okay. But I was at Larendale for uh, okay. three I, years. I, three years, yeah. I know that well. Uh, so in that area. Great. And uh, my wife and I, before moving to the villages, we, we lived on our boat in the Inner Harbor for oh, cool. about five years. Um, Dude, we can so do a whole episode just on that, I think. I'm telling you, that was something. That's that in cool. a that in a harbor in Baltimore, if no one's ever been, it's it's a really were you by like Fells Point and that area? I was, if you're familiar, I was, you know where the Domino Sugar 
There's yes. Domino sugar. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. nightlight. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Baltimore is a funky little town. If uh, if you've never been before, it's got some cool little areas. Yeah, yeah. So, so my wife and I eventually we moved to the villages. Well, I'm sorry. So so what was the club that you uh, were introduced to it at there? Uh, uh, Pleasant Valley Country Club. Hmm. Okay, not, uh, not in, the, in the White Marsh area of uh, of Baltimore. And so that was uh, that was the early 2000s. Is that yes, about right? Exactly. Okay. Yes. All right, because yeah. I know Baltimore Paddle and Baltimore DC Paddle has just exploded lately. I mean, mm -hmm. some of those some of those clubs have like eight courts, and it's just going crazy over there. Yeah, so we moved down to the villages, and there was no racquetball, and there was no platform tennis. Okay, when was this? What what year was that? This was we we came down here in '04. Okay, uh, so I played pickleball for a while. And then a gentleman named Joe Russo. We won't boo. Yeah, I know. Not, not, not Joe Russo. Pickleball. Pickleball. I know, I know. Uh, a gentleman named Joe Russo, who was a resident here, um, he played platform tennis in Ocean Pines, Maryland. That's near Ocean City. Mm -hmm. So when he moved here, he talked to the recreation department and he convinced him i can't believe he did it but he convinced him then to put in six platform tennis courts at one of the recreation centers well it's crazy that, that, that's platform a big tennis move. in florida come yeah, on that, well that's a big move though i mean not only platform tennis in florida but you know you're starting out one or two courts like uh -huh. six right off the bat right off the bat six courts now Jeez. our courts are um they're not on platforms. They're ground level right. courts. Right. Um, so it's like a tennis court surface. And, uh, but we do have snowboards <laughs> mm -hmm. and we don't have warming huts. Wait, 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 wait. Do, do you call them snowboards or you just call we them do. boards? We call them point. snowboards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it kind of, it kind of took off. So, so since you were there from the inception, what, um, what was the response? And I mean, again, it's a big move to go with six courts right off the bat. What was the response like in year one? I, I mean, I'm assuming, well, we should, we should back up and talk about what the villages is as well, but what's the, the, the people that are from, let's say the Midwest or the East coast that might already be familiar with battle that, that have moved down there to, to the villages. Um, it's interesting. We have, and, and I'm jumping way ahead, but we have now um, residents that have moved to the villages because of platform tennis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm on my way. Right, I'm on. <laughs> so, you know, we, most people, the majority of the people that uh, are playing now had never heard of platform tennis. And they saw these courts with cages and uh, it piqued their interest, and so we get them in, start with some introductory lessons, and uh, they, they kind of stick with it. So now we went from six courts to we currently have 24 courts Jeez. and six pending. 
So Jeez. by September, we're going to have 30 platform tennis courts. Oh, my God. Now, now uh, for some perspective, I, I, I think people might have heard of the Villages, but don't really know exactly what it is. Why don't you give a, a thumbnail of what the Villages is, yeah. and the size of yeah. it, et cetera? Because, I mean, 30 courts obviously is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the Villages is a 55-plus uh, community. That's that's uh, age, not driving speed, right? That's that's age. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's driving. Yeah. Uh, no, and it's a very very active lifestyle community. So everything is about some kind of sport down here, really. Right. So people are coming down here. They're active. They you know they want to do active things. When we first moved down, there were I think twenty two thousand residents. There are now between 135 and 140,000 residents. That's crazy. Uh, from north to south, when we first came down, it was about four miles, okay. and now it's about 24 miles. Wow! Is wow. it uh, is it fully built out? Like, is that as many residents as the bees, or is still room to go? It's still it's still <laughs> building. The joke is, pretty soon we're going to be in Orlando. So you might have uh, 36 or 42 courts before you know it, huh? It, it's very possible. <laughs> really? So, Fl Florida is crazy. There is so much like unused land. They, I, I, I grew up a little bit in uh, just north of Tampa over at Saddlebrook Resort. And when I first moved to Saddlebrook, it was Tampa. Then there was a 20, 20 mile strip of road. And then you're at Saddlebrook and there was nothing but like orange groves in between. <laughs> like Tampa has grown all the way out to Saddlebrook and beyond now. It's like Florida's crazy with how, how much growth is going on there right now. And they've they got so much them. land. They just keep going. I know. <laughs> so that's amazing. So you have, you have 130 or so thousand people and you've wow. got, You've got, uh, you said 24 going to 30 courts soon. I mean, that's that's mind-boggling in Florida. I mean, I, I don't think most people would know that, that that's there. Now, I, I've heard, and I, I can't share my source because it might get them in trouble, but my <laughs> understanding is is that uh, the tennis courts might as well be, uh, might as well be, uh, you know, like a, 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 a park, a park or a parking lot, and the pickleball courts, and the platform, the paddle courts are the ones that get all the use. Is that a fairly accurate statement? Um, yeah, pretty accurate. And, and there is a tennis community uh, of flares, but not like, uh, especially not like pickleball and, 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 and not like paddle. Right, um, right. You know, it, 220 some pickleball courts here. It's, it's nuts. Holy cow. So, um, so, so tell us about the, the community of paddle players. What does that look like with that many courts? How are things structured? Um, who does that? Is that, is that the activities director? Is that you or is there somebody who, you know, what, what does that whole thing look like when you have that many courts in the community? Or is it more localized because the thing's so spread out? Right. Once they build the courts, uh, the, and, and each, each set of courts is at a recreation center. So uh, pretty much recreation department turns it over to us to determine programming, lessons. What's nice is 
uh, each recreation center provides the balls. So you don't need ball. They provide paddles if you don't have a paddle. So all you have to do is bring some sneakers and come to the courts. And after you've taken our group of lessons, of course. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, but yeah. And so we have players that have never seen the courts before. We have players that have moved down here because of platform tennis. And we have players that have um, progressed from what are these courts to, you know, our top players. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our top players is 82 years old. <laughs> uh, he's crazy. He really ticks me off sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I told, I've told the story before. I think Ben's heard it, but I, when I first started playing paddle, I was uh, younger and more athletic, probably in my mid thirties. And I was playing with uh, a friend of mine who was similar aged, um, probably first year in Chicago here we playing a league match. And we were playing two guys. Uh, one of them was wearing corduroy pants and a collared shirt. And <laughs> you should. Their, their combined ages was I think 155. And we, my, my partner and I like to hit the ball really, really hard. The short version is, is we went three sets and barely beat them. No matter how hard we hit the ball, they just standing right where they should volleyed it right back. And, right. you know, so to your point, it's uh, age doesn't make a difference. If you know how to play the game, it's, it's fascinating. The, it's a great equalizer, isn't it? It is. I found that out. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so then when you, when you're talking about the, so, so they're turned over to the local, uh, communities or sub communities there. So you have six courts, is that right? Six courts in each, in each sub community. Is that how it's broken yeah. down? Okay. Yeah. In, at and, each recreation center that recreation center okay. that has the courts. Okay. So, uh, so with, with each recreation center having courts then, do you organize league or does each recreation center organize their own internal leagues? Do they have tournaments? Is there, is there crossover play or like a big, uh, you know, a big tournament amongst everybody or, or what does that look like? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we have um, the platform tennis club. And so the platform tennis club coordinates everything among all the courts. So uh, our tournaments are, it involve everybody. Uh, we may we may hold it at you know one recreation center or um, so so it's not and and any of the leagues the platform tennis club will uh, form the leagues and and administer the leagues. So the recreation center pretty much all they're doing is supplying us with balls paddles for for those people that them have them and help us schedule a little bit gotcha and and so then given that what's do you have a an idea on the size of the number of players in the in the paddle community down there that's interesting um or even the number that would sign up for a tournament let's say like a, whatever the big tournament is that you might so have. if we had a if we had our big club tournament we would have 60 to 70 players that's great that's fantastic. Of all levels. Right. And then if you had to guess, what would you say? I mean, it's, it's obviously got to be huge with going to 30 courts, but if you had to guess, what would you think is the number of, of overall players in the community? I would say 
I'm going to say four or five hundred players. Okay, that's fantastic. That's good. So, and and do the courts really get? Uh, I mean, I never having lived in Florida yet. Um, I have no idea. Is it, like people here, like for the ma the majority of the time, it's a uh, it's you know up north, it's a winter game, obviously, and it's usually men usually play their matches in the evenings. A lot of time, women sometimes play usually play the matches during the day, Sunday nights. What does that look like in Florida, given the heat, given everything else? Is it night game? Do you have lights on all the courts? Is it played during the day? What does that look like? We have no lights. Uh, play. So you don't play. You, you don't play at night. Don't play don't play at night. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, we start playing around seven thirty in the morning. Wow! And wow. by ten thirty, the courts are empty. Okay. For the rest of the day. Wow. So all the play is the early morning. It's cooler. Mm -hmm. um, and then you'll get some stragglers that that come in and, uh, you know, I have my family down, so I'm going to take them over and they're going to hit the ball around. They would do that like in the afternoon. But our regular players, it's strictly uh, strictly morning play. You haven't you haven't had anyone come down and be like, dude, we love playing at nighttime. <laughs> Because, you know, I, I'm not speaking for you, but I know Noah and I like a drink when we play. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's frowned upon, you know, to drink at 730 in the yeah, morning. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, there's no one come down and be like, hey, we need to get some lights out here because I need an excuse to drink. We've, yeah, we've, we have been unsuccessful in, in, in the light issue. We've lobbied for it, but... Uh, uh, not and, successful. And no. you said that the, the courts are, uh, they're like a tennis court, like a, yes. like a they're hard tennis court. Yes. Yeah, we have. Oh, 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 oh wait, they are, they're, so they're an asphalt court? They're an asphalt court. No, yeah. you've been over at um, Exmoor. Yeah, Exmoor has court. one. No, no, no. That's a, it's a hard court, like tennis. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I when you remember. play on it, it actually, Russ, please correct me if I'm wrong. It, it, it has a totally different feel than the, the paddle that we're used to it doesn't make any noise. There's That's not correct. like, you know, like I'm not the biggest guy, you know, Noah right. makes more noise on the court than I do, yeah. but like the, there's not the, the platform and then the, the aluminum right. it's no like a tennis court. It's no crazy to the surf to the surface. There's no, no grit. Yep. So uh, you could dive Noah, not that you don't dive well, now anyway. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Well, it would be safer. That would be good. So the so the the orthopedic surgeons then aren't uh, aren't excited when they hear people are playing platform like they are up here, right? With the knees and ankles and everything else that gets ripped up. Here. So really, with it not being an alum, uh, let me say it from my country, an aluminium court. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could play later in the day because it wouldn't get as hot as what a regular paddle court would be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We do, we generally don't play midday or before six or seven o'clock here in the summers because it's like 120 degrees on the court right but yeah. you guys could yeah. speaking of 120 degrees quick shout out for the mud hole tournament coming up in columbus uh, yes. on july uh, 9th or 10th i think whatever that saturday is where a couple of years ago it was 100 degrees while we were playing oh it was but so hot i digress um yes. so uh so so it's really just the morning and and uh and that's it for the most part though is is, yeah. the, is the sun an issue because 
I think like, at least here in Chicago, sometimes it's trouble and maybe other, I'm sure other parts of the country kind of troublesome first thing in the morning is the sun's coming up. Is that much of an issue or, or not so the much? Sun, the sun's only bad here in Chicago, Noah. It's not yeah, an issue yeah. anywhere else. Uh, Patty Hogan uh, did say they've got the solution and uh, wherever it's Triconderoga, they've got uh, sails that they, they move up with a, uh, come on. Know, like, a like a sail on a boat. And they and they hand crank it up when so it blocks the sun, and then when they don't need it, they pull it back down. It's the greatest I, idea. I ever. never know if Patty's lying to me or telling me. No, I've seen pictures. She's, I've seen pictures. I, I can okay. I, All right. She pictures. says stuff, and I just kind of nod my head because I don't want to sound like an idiot. I think she's lying to me half the time. No, that 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 one's real. So so what okay. is are, is sun an issue uh, in Florida for you guys when you're playing that early? Yeah, it can be. It can be. And there's one particular rec center when they put the courts in, they oriented the courts east-west. Mm -hmm. And that's a killer. Um, so you don't, we don't see a lot of play uh, down there by the better players, but we can hold our lessons down there because we sure. can control, um, you know, what's, what, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, sure, sure. But it, the other so courts, yeah, I mean, it can be an issue, but it doesn't prohibit play. Right. Nora, I think you're probably going to ask the same question I am. You said the courts that are east to west. So the rest of your courts are all north to south? Yes. That's crazy. Well, not crazy. I've never played down there. But like everywhere else, we're east to west. But obviously, you're different in Florida. The sun is a different issue. Yeah, east to west. Well, you huh. think, think about it. We're playing in the morning. Yeah. Sun rises in the east. Yeah. You're, no, looking, that's, you're yeah. looking directly into it. So do do any of your players uh travel to tournaments, any of the APTA events during the year? Or they're like, no, 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 we're in the warm weather, we're not leaving. We do have some. Yeah. Really? We do have some. Uh I know one of our players plays up in Pittsburgh and uh, goes to Chicago uh to oh, play. Nice. Uh, no, you want to no, 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 no. give them a shout out? Who, who, who yeah. is that? Maybe we'll know. That is, um, oh Lord. Um, Don't worry, we'll we'll edit this out, Russ. We'll, we'll we'll edit that out. You'll, it'll come back <laughs> to you. So uh, I, 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 you, you, uh, Bob Wilkman. Bob Wilkman. Okay. All right. Bob Wilkman, there we go. There's a shout out to Bob. I don't know Bob, but uh, that's good. Ralph so, Hosa. Uh, so it inspired a couple other questions. So you mentioned giving lessons. So Ben's a teaching pro. Uh, I obviously not. Um, what is What does that look like? Like is with the way you guys are structured, is it the better players or whoever happens to be running things, kind of teaching the newer players or giving the lessons? Do you have actual pros down there? How do, what does that look like? We have 12 instructors 12 certified instructors and i say certified they were certified by hank irvine oh wow yep. we love yeah. hank we, we had hank, hank. We, we had hank on the show uh, i think uh, about a year ago hank's fantastic uh, yeah so hank would come up and he would uh, he would work with those people that had an interest uh, on court off court and then of course the exam and uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, we have about a dozen uh, instructors. We have three lesson structures. We have 101, Platform 10 is 101, which is, hey, I've never seen this before, <laughs> and we're going to 
show you what the game is like. Hope you've come back. Then we have 102. Um, that is strictly screens. We do everything screens. Um, and then we have 103, which is now we're talking about strategy, positioning, and, and then we have a mentoring program. So people that have taken 101, maybe 102, and they don't have a lot of people to play with, we have a mentor program where we have a mentor, it's not an instructor, but these players go to this designated place and he organizes them, gets them to play. If they have any questions, he or she will answer the questions. And so, I mean, we really in, immerse them. So sure. And, and, and I, and we, the most important thing, we, we try to make it fun. Sure. If they're not laughing and having a good time on the court. They might not be coming back. So, well, yeah, that's it. I mean, obviously paddle is such a social game and, you know, to Ben's point, it helps when there's alcohol involved, of course, but uh, even without that at uh, seven 30 in the morning, it's, it's gotta be social. It's gotta be fun. I mean, Actually, I think about it. Do you, do you have Bloody Marys when you're finished? Is that the <laughs> protocol? <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, what, what is the what's what's the 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 male female mix? Is uh, is it, it, it more of one or the other? Or is it kind of good mix? I think it's more males. We have a nice mix, but it's more male players. Uh, we have a core of uh, of female players that are really good, and and, and then they encourage. Right. The newcomers. Um, and, and so do they, you know, I'm not, not sure since you guys, I, I, I'm assuming that you guys don't have the, the PTI system, which is kind of the new thing the last couple of years where it's, it's like a, like an index, like a ranking, like a golf handicap would be. And so the idea with the PTI is to kind of equalize things and have better competition. And one of the byproducts of that, like I've seen out in Denver and some other places is they take the PTIs and then they can, it's, it, it's not related to sex. So you could have men and women on the same court, as long as their, their indexes yeah. or the PTI is comparable. Have, do you guys do something like that? Do you have to have men and women play each other or do you have a ranking system or how does that work? We do have a ranking system. Uh, we have uh, six levels. We have C, we'll call it C2 and C1. C2 is a player who is just starting. C1, they've improved a little bit. Then we go to B2, B1, A2, A1. A1 being the best players sure. uh, uh, out there. And we have a, uh, we have a ranking uh, system. It's a hitting, uh, I don't know what you call it, but we have them on the court for about 20 minutes and we're okay. doing different shots. And it, and so it's kind of, kind of a subjective uh, evaluation. And it, and it well, and, and it's point based. Okay. Uh, so, so I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, Russ, um, as soon as this episode airs, I mean, Kaduri who's the CEO of the American platform tennis association is going to be calling me up asking for your phone number so he can try to get yes. you guys on the PTI system down there. So, so you can, you can get a, you can get indexes. <laughs> He's the uh, nicest guy too. So he, he sure is. Um, right. Do you mind if I ask a question, like for for the different levels of playing, with not being an aluminum court, no grit or anything? Does the does the way you play the game 
differ a little bit or is there is there a different style to the game because the, the ball doesn't grab or any of that yeah, does, is it, there... does it skid or what happens it doesn't skid unless the courts are wet <laughs> okay um yeah courts are wet we just we're not we're not there but uh, is 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 spin a big factor with spin, how you guys spin is a factor okay uh, we can still spin it yep um it's using the using the low bounce ball. That was my next question. Has helped tremendously because when we first started, we were just using the regular ball, and in the dead heat of summer, that ball was flying all over the place. Oh yeah, and 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 it wasn't true to what I had remembered up north. And once we started with the low bounce ball, it yep. it brought the game back to the way it kind of should be. Sure. I have some good intel that a uh, there's a really good new bounce, low bounce ball coming on the market fairly soon. There, Russ. If We're you, actually uh, looking if for you guys one. Are looking. Ah, there uh, you go. Well, they they came. I can connect port. you with someone. They, they came into the port of New York on Thursday. They should be in the warehouse uh, by next Tuesday. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, so here's a question. When we were so. I don't. I we, we talked about this just for a second before it came on the air. But uh, there's a a person in Chicago who apparently is moving down to Fort Myers, Florida, for a good portion of the year. And I know F Fort Myers on the West Coast. You're kind of north central where you guys are, right? Yeah. I, I, that, that's what probably a two two plus hour drive maybe to Fort Myers. Uh, probably about three hours. Okay, so I understand that he is uh, putting up. And I think it's like a public-private type of deal. So two indoor platform tennis courts in Fort Myers, which I think the concept of indoor is absolutely amazing, especially in the heat. And maybe that eliminates the, the 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 it eliminates the need to only you know seven thirty to ten thirty in the morning kind of thing. But um, I mean that that the idea of growing platform in Florida is amazing. But it it was interesting when I was out at nationals this year uh, in what was it? it no. March, I guess, March, right? Um, talking to some of the players and a couple of them said, we would love to go down for a tournament in Florida. You know, who wouldn't want to be in Florida in January, right? So right. I, I'm curious what you thought if uh, maybe it's a, we're going to do a grassroots campaign here, see about getting uh, a high level tournament, some of the top players in the country coming down and, uh, and playing a tournament in Florida. Well, <clears throat> funny you should mention that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Back in um, in 2013, we hosted the uh, National 60 Plus Mixed Doubles Tournament uh, in the Villages. Okay. And I mean, it was great. Right? I guess we had about 20 teams. I mean, it wasn't huge. Right. It was, you know, it was our, we had just been going on for three years now. And sure. Um, Still good. So they're working with the APTA and Ann and um, they, they said, yeah, well, let's give it a shot. And, and so, so what do you great. think if you were able to get not even, not the 60 plus, but if you're able to get like the, the top, you know, young, younger players. Uh, I, I, pet I petition that we move the Midwesterns in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> to the villages because it's the worst fucking weather of the year it's it, the net freezes we move we move midwesterns to florida it's done i mean i mean get on it 
do, do you think that uh, that the paddle community there would uh, would embrace a move like that if you had some of the top uh, national level players in the country coming down? Well, the paddle the paddle people certainly would, uh, but the recreation department would. That that's who you have to lobby. Ah, gotcha. All right, all right. Well, that's uh, that that might be a, a project. We'll have to have to see if we can work on that. That uh, that sounds good. Um, has there ever been any? Just because I mentioned the whole idea of the indoor paddle courts, has there ever been any thought of doing that there, or people are very content doing it outdoors and never been an issue? Uh, that, I don't think that would happen here. Yeah, yeah, I really don't think that would happen here. I mean, I lobbied for racquetball courts and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing happens indoors yeah. in florida apparently as far as athletics yeah. go huh yeah. and so 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 when are you guys planning to uh come and visit so noah, noah these that. days is in florida like every third week i feel like <laughs> every time i try and get lunch with him he's like, oh, i'm in florida <laughs> uh we haven't made the villages yet but we'll uh we'll certainly get down there for sure uh maybe for the next 12 months we'll we'll make it a point to get down for sure uh and and we'd be remiss uh we we kind of glossed over a little bit but uh we talked about joe russo early on who i know was uh uh you know put a big effort in, in helping to get courts down there can you i know unfortunately joe's uh uh, in some ill health right now, and we uh, we certainly wish him the best. And our thoughts are with him. But can you give a little little plug for Joe and talk about kind of what his background was, if you know, and and kind of what he did to to further platform there? Yeah, Joe. Um, Joe is the founding father of platform tennis in the villages, uh, no doubt. He's originally from New Jersey, Ramsey, New Jersey. He played up there. And then he and his wife retired and went to Ocean Pines and near Ocean City. And he was able to get platform tennis courts built down there. And so he took that experience when he moved up to the villages. You know, he said, we need platform tennis here. <laughs> and uh, he, he worked with the recreation department. And I mean, it's... It, it, it's because of him that platform tennis is here. Unfortunately, Joe now is, uh, he's in hospice care and, you know, we pray for him and, and his family. Uh, sure. But yeah, yeah. He, 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 he sounds, he, sounds like the, the Bill O'Brien of Chicago. Bill I was going to say, it's, it's, it sounds a little bit like he's got a sales background in there somewhere that he can, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he's, he's, he's a talented man being able to get well, that done. And, 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 and I mean, he loved paddle so much when we, whenever we do a lesson, we do like three lessons a week. And this has been going on for years. Uh, he was no longer able to play, but he would come down to the courts for every lesson wow. and he would line the participants up at the net and he would take their picture and he'd get their email addresses and he would email each one That's awesome. uh, their picture. He's been doing that up until, I guess, about eight months ago. And Joe's 97 years old. Wow. That's amazing. Fantastic! That's so great. That's uh, that. That sounds like something Howard Sipier in Chicago will be doing uh, before long. He's a similar similar story. Um, but um, I I always think guys like that 
you know, you know, there's there's there should be a special part in the like the Hall of Fame for people like that, who maybe weren't national chat. You know, they're not Johan or Scott or any of those guys, right? Right. But they they've made an impact in the game and and managed to grow the game in a way that they've had a love for it. I think there should be a. I really do think there should be like a special wing of the the hall of fame for for people like joe and you know bill o'brien and alan graham and and all these sure. guys just you know yeah. who, who've been such you know That's you know help the game grow yeah builders Did, so so after he he got them to do the first six courts was it was it challenging to maybe build the next six or was it pretty obvious right away that there was enough demand that uh, it kind of built upon itself or did he, did, did he or you or whoever else was involved at that point have to really keep doing a sell job to, to get more and more courts? Yeah. At, now at this point now I'm getting, I'm, I'm more involved now, but you know, I've got my fingers crossed because I know if we don't make this work, those courts are going to become pickleball courts. <gasps> oh God. So, Sorry. <laughs> so, so, so uh, you know, we, we, we pushed it hard and, and we got people out and we got them playing and recreation department saw, you know, saw the enthusiasm for it. So they built six more courts. Same thing. Then they built six more courts. Got it. And six more courts. Wow. And so, so you guys didn't really have to put a big push on. They were, they were getting out ahead of it and they kind of saw what was going on and that they made did. it easier. Yeah. They yeah. did. That's fantastic. I'm, so I'm, go oh, please go ahead. No, go you. No, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm curious what the, uh, you know, the problem with, with paddle courts now uh, in cold weather is that the cost is, has gotten crazy and it's, it's just mm -hmm. a function of uh, obviously you need heaters, you need them to be elevated. You need, uh, you know, you need the aluminum, which is crazy expensive. Now I'm, I, I'm curious what the, what the cost difference is for courts like you have, and it's got to be, I don't know, maybe it's half of, well, especially with no lights, right? Maybe it's it's half or less of what a, what a court in a cold weather no, place. No heaters, costs. no lights, right. no aluminum. Right. Right. right, 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 right. Yeah, that's fascinating. Good, good. then you had, a, you had a question. I, I No, I, I, it, was, it was more of a comment that I just, I, you know, I love that there's areas like the Villages and Fort Myers and all this stuff going on down south, like, uh, you know, Scott Mansinger and I, right, we're having beers the other day, and we were both like, we would not live in Chicago if it wasn't for paddle. Like, we, <laughs> like, you know, if it, I don't want to be here. If it wasn't for paddle, I would be gone. And I just love the fact that you know, there's Joe and Russ, you know, building this up. That you know, when I do finally get to leave Chicago, there's other places that that have paddle. Because, you know, and I'm not the only one. Oh, Scott's right. not, you know, there's a ton of people I know who are like, dude, I would not be living in Chicago <laughs> if it wasn't for paddle. So I just, I, I, you know, bravo to you and thank you for doing all this because uh, it gives us a place to move to. Yeah. And we, like I said, we, we've had people move here yep. because we have paddle. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I believe it. Well, it's fantastic. Um, you know, and, and kind of talking about that, I, my guess is, is that as people hear the show, it's probably going to generate some interest. Is there uh, someone that can uh, be a point of contact if somebody reaches out to us or when we, we're going to post it on social media about the episode? Is there someone that uh, people can reach out to if they're interested in looking to move to the villages and, and, and the paddle program there? Um. Well, you can certainly give them my information. Okay. And, uh, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe you can send it, send it to us offline if uh, right. if there's somebody, and then we'll make sure when we post it up on on social media and everything, and we post the episode, we'll we'll get some contact information because I'm pretty sure that there's gonna be people interested in moving down there, uh, hearing there's paddle if they didn't know already, and uh, okay. and want to find out. Amin and Tannen will definitely be calling you. <laughs> that's <laughs> a safe bet that's a safe bet well hey joe we really appreciate you sharing uh, i'm sorry russ we appreciate yeah. you sharing the story um you know and and again our, our best to joe and it sounds like you guys have done an amazing job of of building paddle in the villages and i mean the concept of having 30 paddle courts in a in a community in florida i think is is just absolutely insane to a lot of people that weren't aware of that, but it's, it's fascinating and it's fantastic at the same time. So thanks so much for, for telling the story and uh, we really appreciate you being on tonight. Well, thanks for having me. And uh, I look forward to seeing you within the next 12 months. You got it. That's we'll a, that's a deal. That's a deal. All right. All right. Thanks. Right. Thanks Russ. Take care. All right. Take care. Hey guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We really appreciate all of you. Uh, just like to take a minute to um, let you know that Joe Russo, one of the two guys who kind of put Paddle on the map down there at the villages in Florida, actually passed away um, a day after we we recorded this episode. So um, our thoughts go out to to his family and friends and everyone in 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 his world. So. Thoughts go out to Joe Russo's family. Thanks so much again for listening. We're not fil- uh, recording much over the over the summer, so uh, we want to let you know about our favorite tournament of the year. That would be the Mud Hole in Columbus, Ohio, run by the legend Brian Heil. It's the weekend after Fourth of July. So uh, reach out to Brian and all those guys in Columbus and get down there and play. This really is a great tournament, and uh, we try and head out there every year. So guys, go sign up for that one. Thanks, guys, for listening. And again, our thoughts go out to Joe Russo and uh, his family. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon.